Hello and welcome to the Friendly City Insider, an inside look at issues and events from the perspective of Moose Jaw City Hall. I'm Communications Manager Craig Hemingway and on this episode, Lighting Up Main Street. SAS Power is set to begin a huge streetlight project and their Manager of Operations and Maintenance for the Moose Jaw area, Deanna Orpin, will detail the project for us, what is being replaced, refurbished, the timeline, the traffic impact, all of it in a few moments. Before we get there, a recap of a decision made by City Council on Monday night related to your waste collection. The motion to expand the curbside collection program to zones 5 through 8 was defeated. In its place, a new motion was passed that reverses curbside collection in zones 1 through 4 that transitioned last August. The easiest way to explain it, wherever your garbage was being collected a year ago, that's where it will be collected as of May 1st. Additionally, Council has voted to go back to weekly garbage pickups citywide June through September. There's also a new rule that says homeowners must pull their bins in from the back alley after collection day. So that will mean a change to the collection schedules that were put out at the start of this year. We will make the required adjustments and ensure that new schedules with the new information are delivered to households and we'll post the new information of course on moosejaw.ca in the very near future. Now, on to downtown streetlights. You may recall the issue of burnt out streetlights across the city being discussed at city council meetings this past fall. Streetlights are the responsibility of SAS Power and in fact, SAS Power officials attended a council meeting to explain they were prepared to begin a construction project to replace not only streetlights but some of the light poles that are old and rusted. They had targeted last fall but with some weather delays they decided to hold off until spring. They did not want to disrupt downtown shopping activity during the Christmas season. So with that said, SAS Power has announced they're ready to start the streetlight project and more. In fact, to explain it all is SAS Power's Deanna Orpin. She is the Manager of Operations and Maintenance for the Moose Jaw area. Deanna, thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for having us. Yeah, well, thanks for coming to Moose Jaw. And, and uh, I know you've made a few trips here recently uh, to lay the groundwork, I suppose, to alert everybody uh, to the fact that uh, you're getting ready to get this project off the ground. I guess maybe we'll just do a little uh, background of this, Deanna, to start with, just in terms of, you know, this became an issue uh, in the city a few months ago, residents concerned about streetlights out, streetlights mm -hmm. out, lots of streetlights out. And SAS Power was was uh, nice enough to come to our council chambers and explain to us at that time, hey, we, we understand there's an issue. Uh, and then the way things worked out with timing, didn't want to interrupt any downtown uh, Christmas shopping, that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. can you explain to us, I guess, the process of, of, of setting out the timelines for the project? Sure. Yeah, last year, I, I believe it was November, December 2017, when um, this item was brought to City Council. Uh, we were aware of the problem and this had been um, identified previously with our own internal inspection pro program. So we, at the time when uh, we came to meet with the city, we had a plan already in place to repair these streetlights, uh, replace the cable. And uh, so basically at that time we just communicated that in spring this, this would start and now we're getting underway. So Monday we're still on schedule to um, get out and start some of the preliminary work and uh, the estimated time frame for this job is is uh, two months so the plan is to be out by the end of June. So can you give us the scope of the project and what all uh, will be taking place? 
So on Monday, we will start at the Manitoba Street side and block by block, we'll be going in, fencing off um, areas and replacing the actual streetlight standard. Um, as many residents have probably noticed, they're rusted out, they're at the end of their life cycle, so we'll put it, be putting up new steel standards and LED lighting. As well, the underground cable is in bad shape and that's the reason for the outages. We can no longer repair that cable, but we will be replacing it permanently. When the work is taking place, there'll be some restrictions in place, traffic and those sorts of things? Yeah, so again, one block at a time. Um, probably for about a week, we will have traffic limited uh, to one lane. On We'll be starting on the east side, working our way north and then moving to the west side. Uh, so one lane of traffic, pedestrian walkways will be a bit limited, but there still will be access. Fencing will be in place to make sure that uh, we're maintaining safety. There will be open excavation sites. We don't want anybody getting into those areas. And uh, there will be minimal disruption to the businesses, no power outages, and we're making efforts to try and minimize the noise. Like there will be heavy equipment in there, and we've made the commitment over lunch hours to try and keep that to a minimum. Right. Well, no, it sounds exciting. I think people are excited to, to have this work done. And of course, uh, uh, once the work is done, it's all that, as you mentioned, LED lighting. So maybe a, a bit of a different look than what we're used to downtown, yes. but uh, very bright and, and, yeah. and nice, right? Yes, it'll it'll look beautiful. The project yourself, you, you mentioned the dates, April 16th to June 29th. And of course, everything is so weather dependent. And, and boy, after what we witnessed here this winter, and as winter continues to drag on, who knows what, we're, what we could see, right? Yeah. But you take that into account, obviously, when setting out a timeline, and, and it will make whatever changes necessary to to accommodate for the work, right? And I know uh, one of the, the dates, of course, you mentioned June 29th is the end date. If that happens to go along, of course, our sidewalk days is the next week, and people might ask, what happens then? What happens if this project runs long, and we're supposed to have our big downtown street festival, right. and what happens then if you're not quite done the work? Well, we've been working very closely with the city, and we know that sidewalk days is very important. And if, for some reason, we're experiencing delays, we'll... we'll make sure that we're able to clean up and get out of there so sidewalk days can continue. Yeah, and yeah. with the weather already, we've been noticing, you know, Cindy, you can't, so you can't do underground work when the ground is frozen, and here we are still right. dealing with sub-zero temperatures, so maybe, so it might even be a bit of a delay just starting the underground portion of this, right? Yes, definitely. It's been a bit of a different spring, and so we're staying on track with a start date of April 16th, Monday, um, but we already know that the groundwork will be delayed Two weeks so next week will be preliminary um, just setting up the site getting the fencing up and uh, communications still out to customers we've delivered some of the letters to the businesses on Main Street just to make them aware of the timelines and again that is all subject to delay and unfortunately we're we're already seeing some of that with with the weather certainly uh, and it, you mentioned uh, the communications piece and we'll have on the, the city website uh, we've got the timeline we've got the release from you folks explaining the project and we've got the map showing the, the timeline and where they'll be uh, each week all that is at mooshja.ca as well if you're, you're curious about about uh, the project $350,000 SAS power in uh, sinking into uh, this project to make sure where our main street is lit up as it should be and we're, we're thankful yes. for that anything else uh, Deanna you wanted to mention regards to the project? Uh, regards to the project, there's a lot of information out there. We have information on our blog at sasspower.com. We will be posting information 
on Facebook and Twitter as we experience delays. If we experience delays, then that will be posted for um, all residents to see. So continue to watch there. Um, outside of the project, we I just wanted to mention as well that we're investing in more than Main Street. We have a five-year maintenance plan for all street lighting in Moose Jaw, and we're replacing some other cable in other areas. Uh, this year will be Caribou Street. We are uh, we have a plan to convert everything to LED in the next five years. So in the next two years, there will be a million dollar investment. So it doesn't stop here. Right, outstanding. And I, and I guess, and as you mentioned, in terms of uh, getting in contact with you folks, through your website, we can report streetlight outages and that has been ongoing and, and people can continue to do that correct absolutely we have a map of the city and you're able to go on and select the light that's out and um, we will be out to repair we have we still have our servicemen out twice a week doing patrols and staying on top of things and at this time we are able to get lights working within that seven day time frame. That's Deanna Orpin, Manager of Operations and Maintenance for SAS Power. As mentioned, you can find the details of the Streetlight Project, a map, the timeline, you can find it all with a link right now at moosejaw.ca. That about does it for this episode of the Friendly City Insider, but before we go, we will pass along our condolences to those hit hard by the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy and thank everybody from this city, this province, all of Canada and those around the world that have stepped up to show support in so many different ways. We are all Humboldt strong. I'm Craig Hemingway.